0: From the Boomer and the Babe studio at the Feeding, Arizona Building in Youngtown, Arizona, it's time for Success or Failure with Tom and Terry. Success or Failure is the show that gives you methods and principles to guide you to your best business. And your best self. Now, here are Tom Legering and
1: Terry Munther.
2: Oh, and well, I have to tell you with. Terry, I'm Terry, along with author and entrepreneur Tom Ligering. Each month, we get together on this program to discuss and share ideas for meeting personal and financial goals and improving the quality of our lives and the lives of others. We'll talk about the tried and true concepts found in the book, Success or Failure, The Choice is Yours, and we'll hear from business partners and guests about their projects, their success stories, and how they're finding their path to a happy, healthy, and successful life. We hope you'll join us by emailing us with your thoughts, blogtalkradio.com radio dot com forward slash boomer and babe or www.successorfailure.org. successor dot org. Tom, we're here again with a guest uh, today. Yeah,
3: this is this is very nice. I just uh got to meet Larry this morning and uh, we have a networking group here at Sun City Country Club and we've been doing it for about eleven years and uh very successful networking group. I probably Done business with 50, 55 percent of the people in there, so we're we're not like business acquaintances; right. we're actually friends. And
2: it's you? a community business partnership yes, that, that meets every Wednesday here at Sun City Country Club right. uh, in Sun City, Arizona. And part of that, and our guest today is Larry Grunwald, and Larry is the owner of Formula Two Wealth International and creator of Cruising to Success, your framework for accomplishment. So, Larry, welcome. Oh well, thank you. And uh, while I, I think we can start off by saying, Larry, tell us a little bit about yourself, your business,
1: uh, who do you work with, and, and uh, tell the folks about you and the business. <laughs> okay, well, I've been in Arizona most of my life. Start. I moved here when I was like three months old, so I'm not a native, <laughs> but I'm most. Real, real, real close. And so I started in business here oh, over 30 years ago in a number of businesses and uh, running up to maybe four businesses at the same time and started probably six or seven corporations. And that probably gave me a real good background for being a business consultant and coach for small business and entrepreneurs. Yes. So I'm using that you know, knowledge and experience of the good and the bad and the ugly. I guess <laughs> lesson I learned from all my experiences
0: because
1: uh, yeah. they they weren't all good. <laughs> and uh, and I've taken that and I've and I've turned it into some different areas that I think that people that stop people from getting you know their dream business or the business that they want to have. And so I've you know came up with the. The framework for accomplishment is like a step-by-step method. So, you know, in talking to people, what I find out, what stops them most, is not what they don't know. It's just not doing what they do know,
0: <laughs>
1: or what they know they should be doing. Know <laughs> what they should be doing.
2: Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Tom and I have found that in our work and people oh. using his book. <clears throat> We've often said on this program and, and in working with groups that, that one, the hard part is doing something every day toward your goals, rather than doing you know what to do. You know, we can get them started yeah. usually, um, but then it's it's continuing and continuing to take one foot instead in front of the
3: other. Usually, they start on their plan and their vision, and that's where it all ends.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: it's. Oh, I might have to work. Maybe uh, that is not what I'm going to do. Tell me about your book. What's, what's it, Is that a copy of it there? Yeah. yeah. Thank you. <clears throat> yeah, it's a... Step into your vision. Top business leaders share their
1: goal-setting secrets. Very good. Yeah, it's a combination of... It's like a chip, chicken soup for the soul in... A business format And so a number of us You know, business owners Put together all our thoughts on setting goals And, you know So it's so it's A lot of different perspectives Not just my perspective
0: Yeah,
1: so it's multiple authors Multiple authors So how are you uh, Related to this book? Uh, do you know the authors? or I know some of them And some of them that are You know, fairly popular John Ashereth was from uh, The Secret. He was one of the people in The Secret, and then he just came out with uh, another similar similar program. So we didn't necessarily, we haven't necessarily worked together, but we just have uh, experiences that you know take you in the same direction of goal setting and how that will actually get you to where you want to go. But like you said
3: but they have to do it, right. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what we, we are constantly into. I uh, teach at Eve's Place, and it is amazing when you start the people and, and they are trying to figure out what their dream is or what their vision is, and then have it. Because they've been in an abusive relationship, they don't think they can do anything because their predator has been beating them down a lot of times it's more the mental side of the beating than it is the actual physical side. They just want to destroy them as a person and, and they have no self-worth. And so it's hard to say, oh, dream big, you know, and a person's looking at you like you got two heads or something. You know, I mean, that doesn't fit in with the model that's in their brain. And where you're talking about in step with your vision, that that's what we found was the hardest part in the book that I wrote with my son, a copy of this is success or failure, the choice is yours. You can have a copy of it. And Thank you. What, what we're doing with that is you can see we take the people on a path, but what we found was the hardest part is getting them to start. You know, they would pick up the book, oh, this is great, oh, I like this, I like this. Burnout. <laughs> you know, and I'm saying, you have to read the whole book. It's a workbook, so it's made to write in. I said, don't write in it. Just read it. It's very few pages. Just read it, and then come back to the part that sets you off the most and get started in it one chapter at a time so that you can get this idea of what we basically teach is if it is to be, it's up to me. So it's nice to have support system. It's nice to have government to be there and take you from the cradle to the grave, but that's like being in a rut, that's just an open-ended grave, you know, there's no growth, there's no life in the in just having somebody take care of you, what you want to do is figure out, and almost every one of the victims that I talk to at Eve's Place, they all say, I say, what do you want to do? Well, oh, I just want to help people. And I hold up a mirror and say, start here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> See, it's from from your own, from what your excess that you can give to other people. But if you can't take care of yourself, you can't feed and clothe yourself, how are you going to feed and clothe your kids? That just isn't going to happen. So it's a matter of putting these these programs together and getting them. Really, our biggest thing was getting people to start. Yeah, or they would start
2: and then getting them to do something the next day, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, which, Larry, I think is what you're talking about, too. And, and I, I should clarify, so we know Larry's brought in uh, the book, Step Into Your Vision. Top business leaders share their goal-setting secrets, and you have to help me with the pronunciation of all of the authors, right. but it is featuring Larry of our guest today, but who are the other authors of the book, and how do people get their
1: hands on the book? Okay, they can go to Amazon, okay. or they can just go to my website and click on the little icon, and they can. And what's that? And the well, the website is wealth dot com, and it's Formula, the number two wealth. dot com. Okay. And the other authors of the okay. book. Okay, we have Shemaya Siraco, which is uh, <laughs> which is always hard to pronounce. I know, I didn't even
2: try. That's why I turned the <laughs> yeah. <book> toward you.
1: <laughs> and she was actually the one that put everybody together, she did the editing, she did all the, the hard work, okay. I mean, The easy work is writing, yeah. <laughs> writing out the information, that's the easy part,
0: the other part is bringing
1: it all together. Sure. Eric Laugholm, and he's like a top sales trainer, his whole, his whole uh, work is teaching people how to make a sale, and one of the trainings that he does, interestingly enough, as you're speaking, is that you have this, your inner game, your outer game and then your action. So your inner game is one of the things that you know. Follow up to what you're saying is that I like to have people find out who they really are. You know, that's kind of like a whole ministry. Who you really are. You're not your experiences. You're not what your, you know, your ex says you are, or your mother, or your ex business partner, or whatever. That's not who you really are. You, you know, you you are a special person, and you have. You know they have to understand, you no know, matter no matter whether they're in Eve's place or whether they're just a person off the street, they really need to know who they are as, as the baseline or the foundation. Or like you said, they're not going to go. They're not going to step off first base. Mm-hmm. They're not going to go anywhere. They're going to say, "Oh, this is a great plan. I like it. I love it." And then life gets in the way. Sure. Yeah. 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 And, then, and then one of the other authors is John Asheriff and he was one of the main people in The Secret, which was like a top-selling video that was you know, quite a few years ago. Years, years ago. And then Greg Reed was from the uh, Think and Grow Rich Foundation, which everybody's heard of yeah. Think and Grow Rich. Now, so, we use that often. Yeah. yeah, we yeah. got that in, the, in our book, the six things to get any Gold that <coughs> you want. The
3: only problem I found with, with uh, Napoleon Hill is he talks about money. And if you just keep chasing money, uh, that you're going to run into problems, and and it's it's not a self fulfilling thing to to do that. Uh, I've I've used his formula seven times in my life, so I'm a failure because it. I retired seven times, and I'm I'm just not doing that anymore. But
0: you were able <laughs> to
2: retire
3: seven times. I, um, Most people have
2: not been able to retire once. I, you know, that's that's. Seven times as fast as far as I'm concerned.
3: Yeah, but when you when you can't stay there because you're just bored. You know. I mean there's so much you can drink and there's so much you can do that's that's really a waste of time when you have things that you can do and give more than 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 you actually are are producing. So
2: so we have this book, Larry, which <laughs> yeah. we've talked about. And then in your bio, we also mentioned that you were creator of Cruising to
1: Success, your framework for accomplishment. Now, is
2: that embedded in the book no, or is not that a separate program? That's outside.
1: Okay. That's outside. That's just part of the coaching or consulting I do. Is that what I would take a person through? you know, depending where they are, everybody starts in different spots, everybody has different experiences, so finding out where they are and then putting together the, the plan and turning it into an actual framework, because like setting goals is great, but what happens is they go out of existence, so how do you keep it in existence so you actually follow the plan? So, so there's a renewal program, if you yeah, will, right? Yeah, well, yeah, for the person, if you will, because uh, everybody is motivi- motivated differently. So some people, you know, they can have their plan in their computer, and it's all got pretty colors and circles and arrows. But there, some people like it on their bulletin board, where they have it up on the bulletin board. They can keep it out in the open or, you know, it's in existence. It's not just a piece of paper stuck in your in your book. Right, yeah. right.
3: Well, that that's really what our workbook is. It, it's designed as a workbook so that you can put down the things that are important to you and the hierarchy of things that, that not Maslow's, but are in our <laughs> idea of what what people want and, and what what makes a, a, a fulfilling life and uh, what as far as being in business. Again, I'm not chasing money like I used to. It's you want to be in a sustainable business that you you become a community asset. So you want to do well in your business so you can do good in your community, and that's basically the the mantra that I'm starting to live by. I,
2: and and as we've talked the concepts in this book, Larry, we we've, we've really talked often about um, running the movie backwards. In other words, what's the end of the movie that that you want, running it backward, and then the steps that took us to get to that happy ending. I mean, we often start out by by writing your epitaph. You know, how do you want this to end? What do you want people to say about you? How do you how do you where do you want to get to? And then let's back that out um, <clears throat> from step one to two to three to four to that that happy ending. Full well knowing you've got to take steps every day toward that. Or as we've talked about already, you get stuck yeah. and. So to talk to me about your book and your work, uh,
1: does that fit? Are there similarities? That, that's exactly I have like a twelve step system that I you know developed from a lot of different people. I thought you know, I picked the best out of her, the best that I thought. Yeah. And I tur- turned into a twelve step system and that's exactly right. You go you reverse engineer your goal. Okay. You know, you go yep. to go to the top of the mountain, Yep. and you look back and say, okay, you can back up 50 feet or 50 yards, and you say, what did I have to do to get that 50 yards, and you yeah. keep backing up all the way until the beginning, and that's today, hey, i got to make 10 calls. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. Yeah,
1: So that's exactly it's right.
0: Ama- yeah, amazing
2: the similarities, and then I'd like you to talk to one of the things we found is we've, we've worked with individuals corporations retirees but but most often really with at-risk populations if you will we've, we've worked with homeless veterans in downtown phoenix we've worked with eve's place and one of the things that i found interesting uh, sadly so was that they had a hard time projecting a successful future because their focus was on day to day so when you would say what's the happy ending it it's, that I have food tomorrow,
1: yeah.
2: that I've got a place to stay tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And, and remember, getting them past, especially oh. some of the vets, you know, it was like we, you know, we finally had some great success stories out of there of people really projecting they'd like to work on a horse ranch or they'd like <laughs> to do this. But it took us a long time to, I mean, their answers were simply, I just, I just want to be alive tomorrow, you know. How, how do you get people, have you experienced that, I guess, number one, and how do you get people to project
1: to well, the top of the mountain. Well, I, I spent some time working in drug rehab and treatment and uh, counseling and treat, treatment centers. You know, whether it's not always drug, it's an alcohol. It could be, you know, a number of different, different things. But it's the same idea that that's who they think they are. You know, they think they are that, you know, and, and it's getting, you know, opening up to who they really are. Like I said before, is it's... it's you need, you know, they need to know that they are a spatial person. And, but, yeah, you're right. They have to be able to be fed first. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they have to be able to be fed first. They have to kind of they say, get their feet on the ground or, or actually get their sea legs, you know, where they can take a step forward or even believe that it is actual, actually possible for them to work on that horse ranch. Right. You know,
3: that's That was was what what we found, you know, and it changed my direction. When you try to help somebody, a lot of times you think it's they want to be like you, and a lot of them don't. Like the the vet that wanted to be on a horse ranch, we asked him. I mean, he sat through about six weeks. He sat with his arms folded and just his head down like, are you guys done yet? Are you guys done yet? I mean,
0: just yeah. putting out
3: <laughs> negative vibes in the room, you know, and there's like 20 people in there, and this was the only guy who didn't talk, didn't say anything. And so finally at the end we said, well, what is it that you would like to do? He says, I just want to work with horses. I mean, that's the simplest thing in the world. You don't want a house on the hill and a big car and, you know, all the other stuff that people think no and that was so easy <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> there's plenty of people with horses that need somebody that'll take care of them that knows them and loves them you know well go <laughs> so we help them do that and he's out of town on the bus quicker than you can believe. Uh, yeah, yeah yeah but, i mean it, it it's that's what we found is success for us is not imposing what we think success is but actually finding out getting them to find out helping the, the other people find out what does success mean to you and success by my definition is reaching a goal but happiness is wanting the goal you reach and that's that's the key that we try to mix in with our with our philosophy that's what we're trying to do for people so what are they we mentioned like the six steps and
2: Napoleon Hill and part of his book one of the key areas that you highlight
1: as as must for to reach those goals to get moving forward on the I mean, path. It's really interesting because it's all keeps coming around that we're pretty much on the same page. Sure. It? Yeah. It's, it's the first key is a vision that they b- believe they can do it. That's the first thing. A vision that they can believe they can do it. They can have the vision, but then they may not believe they can do it. Yeah. And so, you know, you have to. Get, get them to a place where they think they are, you know, they think they are capable. You know, they think they are and within, within
3: reach. And worthy. And worthy. See, see, you, see that's, that's what we find in, in Eve's place is that they don't feel worthy of it. I can't have something better because I'm just some... Um, low amoeba wander around on the bottom of the ocean floor you know because their predators beat them down so bad and you're absolutely
1: right I interrupted so go <laughs> no, down the no, way. that's what, I mean that's, you could sure. expand on that you know forever because it's still it's like that that's the foundation that you have to have and if that foundation is there no no great goal system or or great you know step by step plan is going to have them Mm-hmm. I mean that that's like the foundation totally before you can even move forward but yeah. after you get get that then you have to have a a, a simple plan and that's where you, your your goals would come in but, you know but it has to be simple like you said you know the horse you know to take care of your horses. that's not that's pretty simple right that's yeah. taking it right down to the bottom you know easy imaginable for the person himself to see. Okay, I can see me, you know, going out, bringing the horses in, feeding them, you know, rubbing it in, you know, washing them down, or, you know, exercise it. So So that makes it really simple. And then then a process, and third <coughs> would be a process, would be like the framework. So the process is including a lot of the things, your internal and your external and your action. So the, the process would be you know, like your day, your daily method of operation. So what am I going to do today? I'm going to get up, have breakfast, and I'm going to make my, you know, do my 10s or exercise, you know, whatever it is I'm going to do for, do for the day. But that day is going to have to be repeated tomorrow and the next day and the next day. So so the first thing is getting their, first, their day, their daily method of operation in, in place, and then after they have that, is some kind of accountability. So it can be, you know, like a coach can be accountable, or a consultant can be an accountability provider. But just even uh, a lower level, you might say, is just have a peer, a peer person to hold you accountable. And it's, and it's, you know, that's free, right? And it's effective because it's like. When you don't do something, and you tell your friend, you know, they're going to say, well, how come you didn't do that? Well, you, you, have, you have to explain it. Then. <laughs> it's like, well, it's like, well. <laughs> I guess I should have. <laughs> right, right. I should have done it.
2: Yeah, there's, it's, if nothing else, it's a peer pressure thing that you don't have if you don't have that coach. Yeah. Because if you don't do it, you don't have anyone other than yourself that just didn't want to do it. But now you've got to make the explanation to someone.
1: Yeah, so so it can be somebody in the same area that you work in, or somebody completely, you know, completely doing something on their own, but you're also holding them accountable. So it's like right. not a one-way street; it's a two-way street. So so they hold you accountable, and then you could have consequences. You know, just this is all just working <laughs> with your friends. You know, mm-hmm. I like, yeah. you know, like the Beatles. Along with the help of my friends, yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, you
2: don't want them to be singing "I'm a Loser." <laughs> yeah, <right>.
1: uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, the the Beatles on Love, love. You know, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. You know, I know. I know them all. <laughs> so, I play in a
2: band. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, so do I. I like my music. <laughs>
3: but um, so, so you the first step is is getting the people to actually feel that they're worthy of having something better. That
1: Correct. And then, what what is the second 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 step would be your your your, your system. I have it right here. Second step would be a simple system. Okay. Second step would be your a simple system. And What do you mean by system? What's S- the system, system? Well, system would it's a hard question to answer because it depends on on the business or depending on what they're wanting to do. But, I mean. The goal doesn't have to be business goals, it can be, you know, just for losing weight or getting healthy or mm-hmm. or uh, you know, playing golf or, or, or something like that. So it's like a method to follow. Exactly. It's like a path that okay,
3: yeah. this is my path and I'm gonna and then I have these goal posts on it Milestones. Yeah,
1: milestones, Milestones. But yeah. it has to be simple because if it's complicated then it's just gonna fall the so give me an example of, of a simple system. Simple, simple would be if I'm in sales, would be I got to make 10 calls today. Okay, that's real simple. Mm-hmm. I got to pick up the phone and I got to dial 10 numbers or whatever you do. Uh So that would be the simple system. And and, and in that 10 numbers, I also have to have to talk to at least talk to three people and not just have an answering
0: yeah Not, oh good
1: I made my
0: that out
1: of big breath so that would be simple and does that continue every day then is that well it depends on you know like when you set your goals and you're backing up yes. it depends on how many calls that you have to make i mean the people okay. in the in the you know financial services like like they have to make three hundred calls you know yeah. like, I wouldn't make three hundred calls but <laughs> that's yeah. what they they have to do. So that would de- depend on um you want say the m- amount of money they want to make or the pounds they want to lose that would depend on how many reps they would have to do or how many phone calls okay they would have to make okay so it's kind of a task list in some respects right exactly okay it's exactly but but you know it's a task in the in, in, entwined in your daily method yeah. operation Operation. Yeah, and and there's just a point on on that is that when they when people teach about time management, one of the things they leave out is that okay, you've got eight hours a day. That let's say we're using that as a number, eight hours a day to get these tasks done. Mm -hmm. But if they fill in their little schedule, or you know, with eight hours, highly unlikely they're going to get all the tasks done. So it's better to only schedule out. Seven hours of the day with your task, and you're going to know the other two hours are going to be taken up by interruptions or things things that come up at life. <laughs> in life, yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah, and you won't feel defeated because I didn't get them all done in eight hours. Yeah. Rather than that, you would feel like, well, I actually got them
3: done. So, uh, do you do this as a business? I mean, do you
1: charge people to come to a meeting or how do you make a living doing that? Okay, I would do it in a consulting format. It's like, you know, typically like you say a person comes into a business and consults the business, or it could be one-on-one format. And and it can be, you know, it's, it's like I change hats. It's like, like consulting, I could, you know, like maybe show them how to do something on their computer. and But coaching would be how help, help, helping them find out why they didn't get done, what, Stop them, mm-hmm. and that would be done through a coaching model, which is more questions and less talking.
3: So, then you set with somebody, you go and have have meetings at
1: their house or your office, or how did how does it, work? it? It could be depending on the location. It's, a lot of the coaching could be done by phone, mm-hmm. where you actually don't have to go to their location. So it could be a combination of sitting down with them, making a plan, and then a phone call every. You know, two weeks or whatever to to have them a- answer questions and yeah. so so you're part of the you help them get their plan and then you are their accountability partner,
0: right? Okay. Yeah,
1: well, it would be a different level of accountability because being a level of accountability as an authority is different than being accountability as a peer. So it's good to have both. Okay.
2: and, and can you be both? Uh, uh, an accountability officer, if you will, along with a support system, and is that the job, your job as coach, or only one of those?
1: I would be, I would be the person as the, you know, the teacher or the authority person. I would rather have them also have a peer person because mm-hmm. that gives them support supports. Yeah, as a support system because yeah, that gives them more than just one, one thing and. It's, it's a different psychology. You know? it, it, it is.
2: I, I mean, I just asked if you you could do both roles. When well, I
1: did do both roles, but I don't think it would be a good idea. I, I'm not
2: so sure either. <laughs> I, I was just asking when you were explaining uh, your answer to Tom's question about what, what the role was. When I was doing uh, a lot of public speaking, and some on, on Tom's book, and, and even before I ever met Tom, you know, I, I talked about a lot of the same ideas, but one of the things I always said, I used to skydive when I was younger and and one of the things you know everyone always said well isn't that really dangerous it's not really because you have a reserve shoe and i mean you know i've had to open mine three times it's always open you know it's, and so but i i made that analogy to doing the same thing as we're talking to people now i said if you're going to take a risk and start a new program whether it be physical fitness or the new job or meeting your goals you you have to have accountability but you better have a support system because there's going to be bumps in the road, there's going to be roadblocks, there's going to be stumbles, and there's going to be flat-out failure. And if you don't have someone to pick you back up, now, yeah, you got to pick yourself up, then don't go there yet because it's inevitable and you're setting yourself up for failure without a support system. And I still believe that. I mean, anything I ever did that was scary in my life, the very first time I played music in front of a crowd, I was just scared to death. I would never done it, and I was old. I mean, I was married with kids. And my wife kept saying, yeah, you need to go play in front. Of I said, I can't play in front of people. She said,
1: if, even if you fail
2: tonight,
0: I'm going to still love you, and so are the kids, and so are the dogs. Yeah.
2: And that's a whole lot more important, but at least you will have tried it, you know. And and so it was that idea, yeah. you know, and I've shared that a lot with people. I say, I never would have skydived without a, a reserve chute. Yeah. I never would have played music in front of people without someone who loved me that yeah. would say, that's okay that you suck, yeah. you know. And... and I do think that's part of a process that we, that we sometimes we don't think about.
3: No, that's that um, and when we work
2: with the vets or people at ease, part of the problem they don't have a support system. And you know there's going to be failure. You right. know there's going to be stumbles, but someone's got to grab right. the elbows and help you. Yeah. Get so, up and go again.
3: Uh, what in in yours? Do you, do you work? Uh, I mean, do you have make a business out of this? I, I don't understand because like in mine, I basically am and volunteering at each place, so, I mean, I don't look at it as business, so it's, uh, uh, it's just an adjunct to what I do, and then, uh, how about yourself, how does that work? No, this I mean, this is my business.
1: Okay, That's and I'm then good. how do you get customers? Just by ten calls a day. Ten calls a day? Yeah. <laughs> calls a day. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And darn, I didn't make my ten calls a day. I don't have my accountability for it. Yeah. <laughs> So, one would be doing the network meetings, uh-huh. and the other one, which I'm just starting to do now, is doing talks around around the valley, just doing free trainings. And I can go in and go through, you know, some of the steps, and actually give value for people in the audience, uh-huh. and then they can kind of kind of get a feel for who I am, yeah. and and then, and then give them the opportunity to, you know, work with me or or not. Yeah, and uh, that's how I would do that, and and then, then the other question I would I would uh, I'll be doing in the near future I'll be doing some workshops where I'll put a group of people together to do a training and there will be a charge you know for the for the training you know yeah could be two hour training or an all day training depending on right yeah it's in our book uh, this
3: my copy this copy is the second edition I I added two things to it I. I have a friend that is in the weight loss business, uh, sells that uh, MetaFast food. It's Take Shape for Life. And there's an article in there about him. Uh, one of the appendixes is about him and what he does. I'm on that program, and I drop 40 pounds, and it makes me feel a lot better. And I've had it off for about a year and a half now. And then the other one, uh, we have a person uh, named David... Dalen, and he's uh, a consultant uh, counselor. He does biofeedback and apparently he gets a lot of clients from the government, uh, from the state government. Oh yeah? And uh, you know he's he does he helps people get unstuck that's, that's the way he puts it and so he's going through that whole same process of putting put it in, into a business and my business model is I don't have a business model for this program. <laughs> no, I, I'm just uh, any money I make on the book goes to help uh, autistic kids. We have a program here at at Sun City Country Club that helps. Uh, that's free to uh, kids and parents. They we put it on. It's four Saturdays in a row, and they come out and learn social skills and motor skills through golf. And uh, so that that's what what that part of the program is but I'm I'm very interested in in uh, there's some way we can work together not I mean that I can help you in, in what you're doing I would I'd like to do that because um, like I say it's it's kind of hard to figure out how, to, how do you make a living helping <laughs> other people when yeah. most people feel uh, don't need any
0: <laughs> you know
3: or the ones that really need it can't afford it so
0: yeah.
3: you know if if you got the, the masses of people like, like we're seeing in, uh, in the political sphere here where people want to be communists and they want, and I, I don't care what somebody wants to be, <laughs> but somebody has to pay for it. And so how, how does that model work with, with you? I mean, how do you find somebody that is actually can afford to have somebody help them and still, because I know that's what our audience is, right, the people that we talk to in our audience, a lot of them will have questions, and they we tell them, "Hey, call in,
2: uh, or they may be looking for the next job, or yeah, yeah they're in sorts. between yeah, and, and yeah. so they're
3: how do I put that together uh, and But they won't say anything about it so i'm I'm saying, you know, when you go around and try to get people. The people that need the help aren't the ones that are going to show up, <laughs> you know.
1: <coughs> yeah. yeah, I'm too busy. So
3: do you work with
2: individuals? Do you work with businesses?
1: Or Mainly individuals, or just individuals. like okay. Some people call them sole Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah.
0: Small
1: business. I don't yeah. work with, like, a large business. I mean, I'm yeah. not interested in corporations or yeah. anything like that because that's – I've created corporations, but that's not what I want to work with. I want to work with a small person because my familiarity is – Small business, because that's how right. I started small business, yeah. I, right? You know, so long or whatever, but here's what I ask people <clears throat> when I start talking. I say, do you think there's anything in your business stopping you that you don't know about? And then let them answer. I mean, it's got to be answered. Yes, yeah, right. <laughs> and then I say, do you think there's anything in your business that you do know about that you're not doing? And you know, that's the part that I'm not doing. What the to be doing. All right. And I say, well, how much is that costing you? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so. It's going to cost you to work with me. And it's going to cost you more not to work with me. Okay.
3: Yeah. Okay. I see. Then your your market is is small owners of small businesses that are not reaching the goals that they want to reach.
1: Yeah. And but it could even be a successful business that wants to take it up to the next level.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, and that would be the person who knows that he wants some help because yeah. he, he's got it to this level.
0: Yeah.
1: But he's plateaued
0: it's, there. It's like
2: the
1: you know simple simple form is not seeing the forest for the trees. Just having somebody from outside take a look inside, and you can see. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. <laughs> A friendly yeah. audit, yeah, right? <laughs> if it's, there is such a thing. Yeah, I mean, you
3: know, that's 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 true. That one of my friends uh, that goes usually comes to our meeting here on Wednesday. Um, uh, Bud Levy. He's he started a. He was a loan officer, and then he was primarily he was in business before, and now he's started a, a consultant business. So he's he classifies himself as a business consultant helping people get over their hurdles and that's that's his little tagline (laughs) and you know it's like he says you get in and help people if you think about it just from a business point of view okay you're going long and you're making money and you're working 80 hours a week (laughs) and life is good people tell you that (laughs) (laughs) you're not positive and uh You're just doing stuff because it has to get done, and then what's what's your hurdle? I mean, if, well, maybe my body doesn't like working 80 hours a week. (laughs) Maybe my body likes it, but my mind doesn't. My wife is very happy (laughs) because I'm not there, and she has plenty of money in the bank account. So, you know, you don't, and I mean, it could be the wife that's supporting the husband. I'm not being... The but it's it's however that stuff works out for people, and it seems like uh, he seems to be doing doing pretty well
1: now in, in what he's doing. Here's the thing: you okay. ob- know, operating is okay. What's stopping you? you know? mm-hmm.
2: right. right. So the the title of of your company is Formula Two Wealth.
1: Why not Formula One? Formula one. Why?
2: Why formula two? Was <laughs> is, was there a, a reason for
1: it? For a two? So you're
2: saying formula two, get to wealth, correct?
1: Right. Yeah, yeah. I, got G-O-O.
2: I got it. G O O. I got it. I was stupid. Right after I said it. Yeah. All I had to do was say formula two
0: wealth. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. Okay, yeah. we <laughs> cut that out of the program. That was but,
1: but the other thing, the reason I used the two, because it was better for a website address. Yeah. It's easier to remember. Yeah, It's part of marketing. And so
2: we've, we've got a few minutes left, yeah. but I know, Tom, you want to talk about some of the work you're doing uh, on the GPS program, too, but, Larry, what what have we not asked you? What have we left undone? What would you like to add about your business, about the book you've brought in? What would you like to tell people? Contact information. We want to make sure. Um,
1: yeah. How do they get a hold of you? Okay. Uh, they can go to the formula, number two. Well com is my website, <clears throat> which is a
2: really good title, by the way.
1: <laughs> <laughs> or you can just go to LarryGrunwald. dot com and it takes you to the same place. Some people it's easier for. And that's spelled G R
2: U E N
1: W A L D. Right. Yes. Okay. That's easier. People usually mess that up. Yeah. <laughs> you're good. <laughs> well, on some things, not others, obviously.
2: <laughs> Just inconsistent
1: in my intelligence. <laughs> okay, you can go in there and you can see a short, you know, a short video, a little intro video on there. Kind of gives you a little sample of some of the talks that I was doing. And you can download a 12-step uh, goal-setting program. And I won't even ask you for your email. you Just go in there and download it, and you can pull it up. And I've had people report report back to me that they went through my 12 steps without me and they had a complete you know transformation on how they thought that they were going to accomplish their goal is just like it was like oh, oh aha just by mm-hmm. doing it on their own mm-hmm. so it has value and and another thing is I have if you'll email me you have a thing it's called self productivity inventory self Productivity, and study product inventory. So if you take an inventory of yourself. Self-study what? Self-study, Im- self-assessment. Self-assessment. Self-assessment,
2: self-assessment, productivity. self-assessment, productivity
1: inventory. I always mess that up. I don't know why I do that. <laughs> it's a yeah. lot of words. You have to
2: come up with a catchy I title, know, could, better, it, an acronym. Was, yeah. well, acronym. <laughs>
1: then they wouldn't know what it was. <laughs> so, so the... So the assessment gives you, like, a a baseline, and from the baseline, that's how you can measure your growth. So it's good for anybody, whether they're, they're, you know, doing it for a business or not, for because it goes into a lot of areas. It only only takes, like, ten minutes to do, and then you can, you know, make little notes on it. And then in 60 days or 30 days or whatever, you do another one, and you see if you're – you know, moving forward or you're not moving forward on that. So I can, you know, get you a free copy of that. You can uh, download it or I'll email it to you. And if you, you know, call me back or email me, I'll give you, you know, free tips on how to use it, how to, you know, make it, you know, work for you in, in, in your life. So that's a couple things you you can do. and uh just look forward to some workshops I'll be doing. I'll be putting them on the website, or if you want to get on my email list, leave my email, leave me your email, and I'll, you know, keep you up to date with whatever talks I'm doing around town, or you know, or any trainings or workshops I'll be doing. And that okay. would be, I'd love to
3: have you
0: there.
3: <laughs> Very Great. good. Sure. Uh, you'll be able to, it, just like our our listeners, will be able to. Um, Look this show up. So anything that you want to rehear, you can uh, look up our our show on Blog Talk Radio. Do you want to give them that?
2: BlogTalkRadio.com forward slash Boomer and Babe.
3: Right. And then you just look for success or failure. There's several programs there. Just go down to success or failure, click on it. So you'll be able to review. we uh, will usually put that up in a day or two. So the show will be archived for the
0: ages. (laughs) Larry
2: Gruenwald, owner of Formula 2 Wealth International, also a featured author in Step Into Your Vision. Top business leaders share their goal-setting secrets. Thank you for joining us today. We've got about 10 minutes left in the program. Okay. You're welcome to, to hear what... Tom's doing, yeah. uh, aside from yeah. his, his book, but thank you for joining us today on Success or Failure. Yeah, this has been great. I,
1: I really like the interaction. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Can we have this? Or yeah. Okay. Yeah, good. Thank so, you. Tom. Yes.
2: Larry, stand with us. Or, or, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We've yeah. got ten minutes. Okay. You've been a busy beaver, uh, not just with your business and business businesses, but uh, the program, golf program in schools.
3: Uh, which is we've really been working hard on we're really uh getting a lot of acknowledgement to the fact that uh our program which i'll explain just really quickly we introduce kids in school in the public schools to the golf and the life lessons in golf it's not how to play the game as much as why people play the game scholarship availability hundred million dollars a year in golf scholarships and by the way the Millennials are not playing golf so all these scholarships are sitting there unapplied for all you have to do is get good enough to beat unapplied for so I think it's fog a mirror and and break 90 so uh, those are that gets you a four-year scholarship to a division one school so uh, it's it's amazing. I mean, you watch on TV and you see the guys that play just as good as the the PGA and LPGA, but those aren't the guys that you will necessarily be competing against. There's uh, 1,800 Division One schools, and there's two hundred or scholarships, and there's 200 of those 1,800 go unapplied on for Division One, and there's all kinds of scholarships down below that. So if you got a kid and they're not playing golf, shame on you. Save money. Save <laughs> and money that's,
0: so and that's just
2: a,
3: go to school. That's just one part of the curriculum.
2: Oh. I mean, the other, obviously, teaching some of the basic skills of the game, yes. um, what are the life lessons learned within the game, and what I think is equally important, career opportunities within the game. I mean, most people would think, well, my kid's not going to be a, a golf pro. Yeah. But how many careers are available in golf that maybe – kids have not been exposed to or think about whether it be agronomy or management or restaurant, restaurant.
3: or there's 22 uh, different jobs and career paths in golf and golf and, and the reason I go I've been in over well we by the end of this year we'll have taught 5000 kids and we've only been doing it for a year and a half I physically we physically go into the school we're in the auditorium the kids uh, in the gym and the kids are usually uh, hitting foam balls that uh, don't hurt anybody. <clears throat> With all those kids, we have not had a, an accident yet, and we're very vigilant on that. But the idea is to let them know the basic skills that are necessary and what happens in partway through the class. It's usually six classes in the PE, so we're part of their curriculum. Our goal is to teach every kid that's going through school not just the ones that can afford to go to Augusta National for the pitch, putt, and drive show, you know. I mean, those kids are great, but most people can't afford it. So our program is really to help kids get into the game of golf and understand why they should. We break down the barriers of cost because if they go through the program and they come out on the other side, they wind up having – certificate of completion that they've gone through the program that helps them in a job interview later on yes I know about golf the other thing it helps them with it we give them a a membership junior membership in Sun City Country Club which is our club here and they get to play free golf from May 1st to uh, September 1st and as I tell the kids nothing in life is really free there's no really free stuff somebody's paying for all the free stuff and so their job is to get a sponsor that brings them out here. In, in the summertime, it's $20, $25 for a round of golf. Sometimes it's only $15. Uh, they get somebody to come out and play golf with them. It brings in inter- an adult. An adult. It yeah. brings a, a sponsoring person with the child so that they can actually interact with the. what I say. The parents get to interact with their child in a social media free zone (laughs) that allows them to actually talk to the kids and I explained to them that golf they say it takes four hours for a round of golf in the summertime there's not that many people out you can do it in two hours and 15 minutes but the idea is that in a four hour round of golf it takes a second and a half to swing your club so that's two and a half minutes to to swing your club a hundred times but you're there for four hours. So what do you do in the other three hours and 57 and a half minutes? You have to talk to another human being, and that's something that this generation that's just gone through has not got. They they are so smart in so many other ways, but they actually will sit next to each other and text each other. And there's nothing wrong with it. That isn't the point. But when you need something from another human being, you're not going to be able to motivate by text. like they say, motivate by modem isn't going to happen. (laughs) That doesn't work. And
2: the the success is evident. I mean, starting out with one PE class and and we're going to serve up to 5,000 students already and looking to expand it to any public school that's interested, Uh, but in order to continue to expand going to need sponsorship, we're going to need advisors, we're going to need dollars, we're going to need school districts to come on board. Tom, you're talking about starting, I know, an advisory group or an advisory committee, if you will, rather than a board of directors, uh, to continue to work with school districts.
3: Um, Talk about that a bit. The the advisory group that we're we're asking people that have two things. They have a love of the game of golf, and they want to impact. Part that to the children that are growing up right now. If we we're looking for people that will volunteer or will uh, and and go to the classes, and because I pay a PGA professional to go to the class, so that's on me. Eventually, I will need sponsors to help defray some of that cost, and then the advisory group would probably meet once a month. Later on, at first, they'd have to meet as necessary, but about three hours a month would be something very, very easy to do, uh, and their goal is to help do fundraising. That's the main thing that they bring on, getting other people that see the advantage of having kids playing golf. What is the advantage of kids that play golf? Oh, well, I mean teaching kids honesty, integrity, good judgment. Sportsmanship, courtesy, respect—oh, little things like that. Where's that being taught nowadays? And that's that's the thing that you get out of golf. And so, uh, people that will come in and and want to be on the advisory board, I'm looking for them. You can contact me at tom at suncitycountryclub.org dot uh, org. I'll run together, no caps. Uh, you can any any way that you can some time that you want to help or be in the program or you know of uh, superintendents of schools or athletic directors, we're teaching in all of Peoria's seven high schools. I think this year we may drop that back to uh, four or five of the schools, and we're going to try to go into some grammar schools. I'm in uh, Pentecost school district now, so I'll be in two school districts. And we're starting out to teach 6th, uh, 7th, and 8th graders. Uh, and so that's a whole new area for me. I like the idea of teaching the freshmen because every student in high school has to take P.E. But they only have to take it in their freshman year. But now I found out that the kids in grammar school have to take P.E. all the time. So that 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 is an area that I'll get all of those kids. When you go to the class, you're going to... And the whole thing is it's about inclusive because golf is the only sport that everybody can play. I mean, my PGA pro, Bob Blean has taught blind people to hit a golf ball. So I sometimes <laughs> am very upset with that <laughs> when I miss the ball. <laughs> and as Bob tells me, you're not trying to hit the ball. You're trying to produce a swing that makes the ball go where you want it to go (laughs) yeah if you hit the ball and it goes two inches off the tee you fulfilled your goal (laughs) you hit the ball not what you want (laughs) so the idea is learning those things in golf that that actually help you in life lessons
0: and
2: and to hit one more time on the inclusive it's open To all kids in public schools, I mean, and therefore it's open to all kids, yes, regardless of handicap, academic ability, uh, and
3: and physical ability, and physical
2: ability. Yeah. So the so.
3: thing is, we're trying to work partnership with uh, uh, First Tee, uh, not uh, with First Tee, where we would upstream kids into their program, but we're also working with uh, Special Olympics uh, here at Sun City Country Club, where the home course for their statewide golf tournament, and so our, our PGA pros are trained to work with the special needs kids, so we're everybody will be able to do it. And what I tell kids is that this is the only sport that everybody can play. Not everybody can play basketball, and not everybody can play football, so, but everybody can play golf. If you can stand up, you don't know, have – I mean, we have people Not even here. stand
2: up. Yeah. Many oh, yeah, friends yeah. of mine who have disabilities – In a golf and, cart. Or, or in wheelchairs play golf and play it well.
0: Yeah. And so,
2: you know, all children of disabilities are welcome, and that's, that's the key yeah. thing about being so inclusive, and all the wonderful things. So if you're interested, if you can donate time, energy, money – Intellectual uh, capacity. Intellectual capacity, <laughs> uh, please – please do so. So we're yeah. going to have to put a wrap on our okay. show for today. Tom, anything else?
3: No, that's, that's our main thing. Uh, just contact me. If you know of anybody, a lot of times, if you know of somebody, cause I know you're too busy to do it yourself. <laughs> so if you know somebody that is totally, uh,
2: volunteer you know, <laughs> someone else, <laughs> yes,
3: have them contact me. It's Tom at SunCityCountryClub.org, And, uh, I'll be, I'll be very happy to get right back to him. Okay? Thanks, Tom. Larry Grunwald,
2: thank you very much for mm-hmm. joining us today. Larry Grunwald from Formula 2 Wealth. Please check out his website, his book, and his help. With that, we want to thank you for joining us on Success or Failure with Tom and Terry. We hope you'll join us next month live at 9 o'clock on the last Wednesday of the month or anytime on www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Babe. In the meantime, feel free to comment and join in the discussion by emailing us at successorfailure.org. Once again, this is Dr. Terry Munther and Tom Legering reminding you that success or failure, the choice is yours.
0: You've been listening to Success or Failure with Tom Leggering and Terry Munther. Success or Failure is a Boomer and the Babe Enterprises radio production. Contact them at boomerandthebabe.com.